We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFB Nation All-America podcast presented by Twisted Tea. I'm Bill Troche, senior editor at SportingNews.com, alongside Bill Bender, our national college football writer at SportingNews.com. Thank you to everyone to, for listening to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for those of you watching on our YouTube channel at CFB Nation, thank you to Irish Breakdown, your source for Notre Dame football information. They have a tremendous lineup of podcasts and great stories at irishbreakdown.com. You can follow Bill on Twitter at BillBender92, and you can follow me at Bill Trochi. And keep an eye on the main Sporting News account at Sporting News. Uh, today, we have a special guest, Bill. It's week zero, and uh, we, we booked this special guest before some news broke yesterday on the Michigan front. But we welcome in Isaiah Hull, publisher of the Wolverine Wire and the USA Today Network. Isaiah, welcome in. Glad to be here. There's nothing going on at Michigan. It's all all calm. Nothing actually probably is calm, but uh, yeah, nothing nothing to talk about though. That's the that's the sad thing. You had me on on a slow, <laughs> boring week. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBNATION for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code CFBNATION for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. Michigan, yeah. Michigan was jealous that Notre Dame was going to be in the headlines for Week Zero, so they wanted to jump in. I think that was that might have been part of the motivation. And Bill, you, you and Isaiah have, have crossed mm-hmm. paths a lot uh, over the years. Uh, why don't you introduce him, and you can, uh, yeah, start asking about uh, yesterday for to start. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah and I, I think, you know, I've been on the beat for us for about 10 years, and I think he was one of the first to come up to me when I was at Michigan Stadium for the first time. And, you know, we've covered a lot of Ohio State-Michigan games. We've covered a lot of Michigan. We pretty much – I've been there the entirety of the Harbaugh era. So I think, you know, Isaiah does a fantastic job of – not only sharing sporting news content, which I'm appreciative of, but uh, covering the Wolverines. And, you know, with, with yesterday, Isaiah, we were both there in Indianapolis when kind of the phrase I used was Jim Harbaugh was kind of reveling in this fight with the NCAA. And this thing has taken so many turns. So what was your take, your reaction to the self-imposed three-game suspension yesterday. I mean, is this going to be enough to hold off the NCAA from further punishment? Well, I I don't think it will be, to be honest. And I I thought it was, I I, I thought it was an interesting move. In some ways, I think it was the right move because I think you want to try to get ahead of it, especially if you can do it this year. You look at the schedule, the non-conference schedule next year, considering all of the guys that Michigan could lose. I mean, Jim Harbaugh has been out there saying Michigan could have 20 people go to the NFL draft. I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I, I looked like basically came up with a list and there was like 21 guys. And then you got the non-conference schedule next year, of Fresno state, Texas, and Arkansas state. That's a heck of a lot harder than what they have this year. So I could see why Michigan would probably want to get ahead of it a little bit and say, we're going to lose all these players and we don't want to end up having a four-game suspension next year when our schedule is a heck of a lot tougher. Uh, so with that in mind, I was kind of like, okay, that makes sense that they would want to try to do it this year. Plus, I think it helps galvanize the group they have now. I think w- when you come off the year that you did last year, 
I, I think that you, even though that they want to, they want to win the national championship, they want to go further than what they have each of the last couple of years. Uh, I still think that you're, you're trying to find ways to kind of push that team forward, make them a little bit angry, have that chip on their shoulder a little bit more, especially when everyone's praising you and saying, Hey, we think you're going to win the big 10. We think you're going to do great things. Uh, I think having a little bit of controversy certainly helps, uh, helps that. But at the same time, I look at it and I say, you know, they should probably have not done anything and get to next year. And if the NCAA says we're going to come down on you, because it does seem like that they they want their pound of flesh right now. Right. They I don't I don't think this is a situation where they were going to be appeased by three games. And you, you can tell that by just how they've treated other things that are obviously going wrong in college football, whether it's it's Tennessee and it's violations. And they seem to be like, Oh, well they admitted it. So we're good, you know, type of thing. And, uh, or, you know, just conference realignment. They, they just seem like they don't care. Right. As the complete, the sport completely shifts on it. It's completely different than it's going to be completely different next year than it's ever been in just wild, wild ways. And the NCAA just seems like it's completely hands off on the sport changing in front of its very eyes. And yet, Jim Harbaugh says he doesn't recall something and they are like, we, we want more, right? They, the four games, I think the reason why the four games didn't work is because the NCAA wanted more, even though it was its own kind of proposal. Uh, I think it, it, they wanted to go out there and make an example. So if I was Michigan, especially if you feel like you didn't really do anything wrong beyond the initial impropriety, I would have put my, you know, put my foot down and said, if they, if the NCAA came and said, "Hey, listen, we're we're suspending you for six games, or we're suspending you for uh, a season, or whatever it may be," if I was Michigan at that point, I would have said, "No, what are you going to do?" You missed an opportunity to say pound of cheeseburger there, Isaiah. Come on! Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I missed all the cheeseburger means. Like, there's been so many times I see some of my colleagues using it, and then and I just I'd let it just go right over right over my head there <laughs> what uh my initial reaction just like you said was the nta said no to four so why is michigan saying well is three enough essentially because i don't think it's going to be enough you know what what do you think michigan's thinking i think they're thinking like it's just we're going to get this out of the way and if it, it, I, they might be i think it's twofold right i think it, i think that they might be kind of waiting for the NCAA to next year probably do the same thing that they they're doing and saying, listen, we want three more. And that, at that point they very well would say, no, we've already, we, he's been punished. Sorry. Uh, but the other thing is, is Jim Harbaugh has been waiting on that new contract. And I think that this was kind of a way to, because they were saying we're, we're, we'll get it done when the NCAA part is, is over with. And I think that this was kind of a way to kind of speed into that and say, all right, we've got the new contract for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I think I think that even though he's very displeased with all of this, everything that's kind of gone on in the last 24 hours, uh, I think that it's important to kind of get him locked up if you don't want him to go to the NFL next year. And certainly the NCAA with what it's been doing, it's almost in a way trying to push him to the NFL, right? Because if you're telling Jim Harbaugh he can't coach football for – half a season or a full season or something like that, that that's essentially saying, Hey, you know, we don't want you in college anymore and considering his flirtation. So I think Michigan in a way is trying to get ahead of that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it might be to Harbaugh chagrin at the moment, but I think it's, it's one of those things where they say, Hey, look, 
you know, this schedule is amenable to this. Do you, re- you know, it, I understand you want to be out there, but you're going to be missing, you know, playing against Bowling Green. That's not exactly the same as playing you know, against Penn State, Ohio State, and some of the other, uh, the bigger schools on the schedule. Uh, so I, I think it, they're trying to cut their losses on one end while trying to secure their future on the other end. And meanwhile, yeah, I think the NCAA is it. Like I said, they want their pound of cheeseburger. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, I think that Michigan's just gonna just trying to find a way to be obstinate about it. And I think this was their way about doing it. My alternative theory is because I look at everything from the lens of Ohio State and Michigan so many times is maybe they they went with them and said, "Hey, Urban did three games mm. in eighteen. How could what we did be worse? You know, and that kind of thing." And that was the precedent I used in our column yesterday. Is you know, here's the thing. Urban Meyer served three games that season, 2018. Mm. What happened afterward? Yeah, they won the Big Ten. Yeah, they beat Michigan in Columbus. He finished 7-0 and against the Wolverines. And he was gone the following season. And that – so that leads me into my question here is, what insight do you have on the relationship between Jim Harbaugh, Ward Manuel, the contract extension? Remember at Big Ten Media Day, he said the phrase was it was out of my realm, something like that. That's for the lawyers to handle. Why is the contract such a topic of discussion? I mean, is that something that they need to get done regardless of what happens with the NCAA? I, I do think the contract does need to get done sooner than later. And I think you, it needs to be one of those things where it is a deterrent for Jim to be looking at the NFL literally every year. I understand. I, I do feel like, though, this last year, it kind of, this kind of is evidence of what their relationship is. I don't think he was really looking to go to the NFL last year. I mean, he got the Denver Broncos job offer. Uh, at least that's what you know. Colin Coward was out there saying is that he got that offer, and he's the first one I think that's even fully said that. Uh, but that seemed to be more of a situation where uh, Ward Manuel hasn't exactly been very outgoing when it's come to name, image, and likeness. It, Michigan's really lagged behind some of the other powers that be, and uh, only now is Michigan starting to do some things that could help potentially bring guys to campus. But in a way, it's too little too late. I mean, this 2024 class, I mean, you're seeing it kind of not fall apart. It's still a really good class, but it it was number one in the country. And then they had all these guys that were like, well, these guys are locks for Michigan only before they go to other schools. And you can kind of see where NIL played a big part in a lot of those guys going elsewhere. Um, but only now are you starting to see things like Empower and Champion Circle and all of these things starting to be promoted by Michigan, embraced by Michigan. Jim Harbaugh was out there begging for the help, and yet the athletic department kind of sat on its hands in a lot of ways. And so there's been some tension, and it's kind of gone back to the contract extension that happened after the 2020 season. I know a lot of people are really upset about it. If you if you recall, it was – Jim Harbaugh was got a pretty massive pay cut that was very incentive laden rather than uh, getting a lot of money up front. And a lot of people were upset about it. But at the same time, I mean, given what Michigan had done previously, and I understand it wasn't bad seasons in 2018 or 2019, but still not getting to where you'd expected the team to go. And then 2020, everything kind of falls apart in a two and four season. I mean, I, I think it was commensurate with the performance and then, Jim Harbaugh comes out and 
has an incredible 2021. I, I think that the, the contract had its desired effect, but that doesn't mean that Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel are hunky-dory after that, right? So they've been trying to kind of get this back to, and he, he did get a contract extension uh, after that, and it was a little bit more in line of what you would expect Jim Harbaugh to have, uh, but at the same time still not really in that full ballpark when you see you know his his contemporaries James Franklin and Mel Tucker getting giant paydays. Uh, so I, I think Michigan is, is Jim Harbaugh is waiting kind of for that moment to 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 get something that looks a little bit more respectful, con, con, you know, concerning what he's done each of the last two years. But you mentioned something, you know, something that was actually kind of key. He said, "We'll let the lawyers figure that out." He didn't have a lawyer before all of this stuff started really happening. He, he was kind of one of those, I'll represent myself and we'll, you know, we'll work this out like men and firm handshake and we'll figure it out. But after the way everything's gone, each, you know, the last few years in this contract scenario, he went out and got a lawyer. That kind of tells you where he's at as far as, you know, in terms of his relationship with Ward Manuel and all of that. So um I, that's not to say that they aren't you know there were a lot of things out there that are saying like oh they don't talk and they're not even congenial i mean i've seen them i i was at one of the champion circle events uh uh and you know I, I i was at the bowl game the one time that they let us actually see michigan practices or at the bowl games i mean i saw saw them chatting at uh each of those i see them chat after the games every now and again it, it's not that they aren't talking maybe they're not talking and you know on the phone and stuff like that but they are congenial. I, you know, I've watched them interact, but certainly there's some bristliness that's happening behind the scenes. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Joe, so I got a question for someone who's been on the inside. When when Harbaugh was hired, I immediately thought Michigan was going to rocket to the top of the college football world. Top five playoffs like they are now, right? They are where I thought they would be after two, maybe three years with Harbaugh coming in, what he did at Stanford, what he did in the NFL. Do you have any theories on why it has taken longer maybe than some people like me have thought it would? Yeah, I have, I have a few things where I think, number one, it, it, the job wasn't as easy as I think he thought it was going to be. Uh, I also don't think that he came in with the idea of we really need to build this up as much as after what he did at Stanford, what, what, what he did at the 49ers, I think he kind of came in with a, you know, I'm just going to come in and rock this place. I'm just going to come in and do what I do. And it's just going to work out great. Uh, not recognizing that the resistance was going to be a heck of a lot harder, not recognizing that the culture in Ann Arbor needed some significant changing, right? The culture 
isn't something that we talked about when it came to the Michigan football program, even coming off of Brady Hoke until 2021, right? Getting everyone to pull on that same in that same direction, needing guys that have that same mentality of what you were accustomed to seeing at Michigan teams uh, from the Bo Schembechler era into Gary Moeller, Lloyd Carr, and all of that. Uh, Michigan didn't really have that, and that was evident even when they were getting really good players in the early Jim Harbaugh era. Some of those guys didn't weren't necessarily culture fits, right? And uh, I think that it, it took a little bit for him to recognize that. And you could see the change in 2021 when he said, okay, n- not going to be doing this, getting those powerhouse assistants from elsewhere, right? Like 2019 saw him go out and uh, bring in Josh Gaddis and try to change the way that they did offense. He instead looked at it and said, we're going to do offense a little bit more my way, even though know, he still had Josh Gaddis. We're going to bring in guys who have played at Michigan that understand Michigan instead of going out and getting those NFL-style coaches. You remember that first staff he assembled, it was a lot of guys that some of them had college experience, but not everybody, right? Some of them were were more NFL guys that uh, weren't necessarily recruiting type uh, coaches that weren't going to necessarily be thrilled about going out on the road. And they went out and got guys that were a little bit more uh, adept at that. I mean, they still were trying to do the NFL thing to some degree with uh, with Mike McDonald and uh, Matt Weiss. Uh, and I mean, even Jesse Minter is kind of an NFL guy, even though he's coached a lot in college. Uh, but they were at least he at least recognized I need guys who have got the college experience. Uh, I need guys who are wanting to go out and recruit. I need guys who understand Michigan. And I think that that was a, a big change. And then on top of that, finding players that were more of those well-rounded football players, not just talent. And then going back to his roots offensively, uh, I, I think that going and getting Josh Gaddis, it didn't seem like it necessarily at the time and trying to implement more of a spread offense and all of that. And I mean, they still use a lot of those concepts. That was certainly more reactionary than they needed to be uh, trying to become like what the rest of the world w- was instead of doing what Jim Harbaugh did best, which is, Everyone's zigging, we're going to zag. And that's what he certainly did at Stanford by having this big power football team. Now you're, now you're seeing kind of the best of all worlds with a football team that is tough, physical, has the culture. Uh, a lot of these guys that before, they weren't tough. They weren't physical. They came in kind of with a, you know, a silver spoon in their mouth and uh, screaming, this is Michigan. And I, I just think that the, that wasn't going to work in – kind of hearkening back to what Michigan used to be and and coming in with uh, some really high and mighty attitudes, even though Michigan hadn't done much of anything. Uh, I think that they needed some guys that were hungry, guys that love football. Actually, that, that brings me back to uh, a conversation I had with Pep Hamilton after he had left Michigan. Uh, he, had, he was telling me, and I mean, this was off the record, but I'll, I'll share some of it here. He, he had said, like, Michigan doesn't have guys who need football. You look around at other schools, some of the some of the players they bring in are are guys who need football, need it. Michigan has a lot of guys who like football, but not guys who need it. I think now Michigan's bringing in guys who need football. What did you make of so we know about the beat Ohio State period or beat Ohio or whatever they the, it, it goes on in both places, right? Mm. Ohio State has the period of practice where they're this is all about Michigan and Michigan has it all about Ohio State. But now they added the beat Georgia period. And obviously, Jim said something to the effect of he likes how they can run the ball and stop the run when they want to. And 
the question for me was two years ago, I kind of knew when they played Georgia, I was like, eh, they don't have enough NFL four or five star talent to go out and beat Georgia. In your opinion, do they have enough with this roster, 20 NFL potential NFL players, eight offensive linemen that are going to get drafted at least if they got in a situation where they got back to the playoff and we're getting way ahead of ourselves, could they match up for four quarters with Georgia or an Alabama, one of those SEC powerhouses, not let alone they have to do it again against Ohio state. Mm. Well, obviously we've seen, seen they've been able to handle Ohio state. Uh, so that's the good news for Michigan is that now knows what it takes to beat Ohio state. Um, I think that that's just as important as doing it right. Is understanding that you can, uh, Georgia, Alabama, those types of schools. I think Michigan can. Uh, I think that they've – I think the moment that I knew, I think a lot of us that were up here in the Michigan media, you know, we all thought that Michigan had more than a fighting chance to beat Georgia, and I think that came crashing down the moment we saw them go out for the handshake and saw the way that Jordan Davis looked compared to Andrew Vistardis. You know, like that that wasn't going to work. Um, I, I think now, though, that they they've really – worked at being able to have a good combination of size and speed. I think that they've, they've adjusted in the weight room and you see a lot more bulky guys who can move, but are still really big. And I think that they've kind of developed. And I think that that's the important thing is Michigan's development. They might not have as many five stars and four stars, even as Georgia, but I think that they've done a really good job of doing a mixture of developing, identifying talent, I mean, some of these guys that they they bring in aren't necessarily those four and five star guys, but Michigan's had a lot better luck actually with the low four star, the high three star, a lot of those guys that end up going into the draft. Uh, sure, they've had good luck with their five stars going into the draft, but it seems like they've done they've done a much better job of getting that that tweener type recruit to become a pro uh, than a lot of other schools. And um, I think that you have the combination of that and then. Uh, the physicality that's kind of needed. I think that they, they, they understand like we need to, we need to go out there and play bully ball. I understand that's what Georgia does. And I think that when you combine that with what JJ McCarthy is capable of, I know he's not spoken of as being, being this uh, upper echelon quarterback, but I mean, he is a former five-star Michigan hasn't really felt like they needed to unleash him. That's, that's a big difference having JJ McCarthy who can make all of the throws uh, how quickly everyone kind of forgets some of the things that we've seen him do uh, when they say he can do Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen stuff. I mean, he can, it's just a matter of, can he do it consistently without bouncing a ball off of a helmet against Penn state and goes for a pick six. Uh, but he can make all those throws. People forget that his first touchdown at Michigan was a on the move running one side, throwing cross body, cross field, to a streaking wide open receiver and hits him right in stride as he scores a touchdown. I mean, that's not something that I would, I would venture to guess that there's probably only a very small handful. You could probably count on one hand, the amount of quarterbacks in college football who can make that throw. It's just that when you have Blake Corm and Donovan Edwards, Michigan felt like, no, we don't really necessarily need to, to, to use him very much. Plus he was coming off of an injury. Didn't you know, had limited time last year. Uh, going into the fall, and it was still kind of expected to be Kate McNamara's uh, position until JJ just was better and beat him out. So I, I think that if they can unleash JJ and JJ can be the quarterback that they think he can be, 
and you everything else kind of works together. They still can be physical. They still can run the ball. They If they can also get the pressure that they think that they can get in the middle on the interior defensive line, I, I don't see a reason why they, they can't because you look at some of those guys that are expected to be high-end draft picks, like a Chris Jenkins. I mean, he's a three-star, but yet he's – He's being looked at as one of the best defensive tackles in the country when you look around uh, at certain uh, rankings and things like that. Uh, It's players like that supplemented with players like Will Johnson at quarterback. And then on the other end, you have a Mike Sainra still, who's, again, was a three-star player. He came in as a wide receiver, converted. He had one of the most visible plays of the season last year with his his, uh, PBU against Kate Stover in the end zone against Ohio State. It, it, they they need a good mixture of having the the expected players working out like a Will Johnson mixed with guys who are stepping above their station in the Chris Jenkins and the Mike's, Mikey Sainer stills and those types of players. And I think that they have that. And if they can continue to be physical and get the quarterback play that they that they believe that they can, uh, I think that they certainly have an opportunity, especially this year with Georgia having lost a lot of that returning production. All right, it's certainly going to be an interesting and a fun season at Michigan. Isaiah, I'm sorry you will miss three uh, Jim Harbaugh postgame press conferences. To start yeah, my, my bank account is also sad about that, but <laughs> 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 it should still be fun. Um, great job. We appreciate you making some time. You can follow Isaiah Hull at the uh, Wolverine Wire on the USA Today Network. We appreciate your time, and thank you to everybody for listening to the All-America Podcast. Brought to you by Twisted Tea, and we will see you soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.